Now, our Empress Zeldita was baptized as Ascala Miriam. She was born in 1876. Empress Zeldita was the first lady to be recognized as ruler in Africa on the international level. She was the eldest daughter of Madeleine II, Lady and Lady Abeka. Even though the Emperor Manalek had three children, Zerditu, uh, Asafo Wilson, and Shiwa Raga, she, uh, Zerditu remained the closest to the royal family. He was the last uh, direct descendant of the Solomon dynasty. At her coronation, February 11, 1917, first in Ethiopian history, European officials attended the event. Now, mind you, Africa has, has had powerful rulers for centuries. This is the first time they want to show up? I don't know. This is 1917. This is during World War I. They may be trying to play nice. Hmm. I don't know. Right? At her coronation, they did come. The D2 summoned to the capital. And on September 27, 1916, the Council of State and the Ethiopian Orthodox Church officially deposed uh, issue in favor of Zerditu. Her official title is Negesti Negas, Queen of Kings, a modification of the traditional title Nugus Negas, King of Kings. Hmm? Interesting. Queen of Kings. Very, very uh, similar to the pharaonic title of the Queens in Egypt, the Lady of the North and South. According to Marcus, uh, Zerditu pledged to rule justly and fairly. Now, the aristocracy, uh, aristocracy, I'm sorry, aristocracy was supportive of her reign, but her relatives were not amused. The Ditu's stepmother and aunt, her husband, uh, Empress Tatu, was still alive and lived in the capital. She was upset. She got the crown. They didn't. The last will and testament Emperor Melanie II was that Lige Ayushu, she would succeed him. However, the Empress would oftentimes suffer guilt by taking the throne from him, in result of which would spawn a war against Ayesha. Hmm. It's a division among even our rulers. With the help of his father, noble Negus Mikhail Abuelo, a powerful leader of the North, they would team up in order to overthrow Zedito. So these guys came together to overthrow a woman. Hmm. However, they both failed, and Gusa Araya, her husband, captured Ayesha. He pleaded to the courts that he would be he that he be imprisoned in the family estate and was still evil or fool. He said, look, I'm wrong, but hey, can y'all, you know, uh do me a favor, not put me in the prison with regular folk. Put me, just put me on house arrest. And to the end of their life, she still would refer him to, to him as royalty. She still respected him. However, she then met opposition from Rastafari. And then that's when she gave up hope. Moreover, her reign was under constant threat because of her gender. It had nothing to do with her titles, her gender. She was not able to rule completely and freely. In an attempt to limit her influence the aristocracy, Arranged Empress, a nephew to 
and husband, Ross Gossarelli, to be appointed to remote governorship, removing him from court. So they used people in her camp to curb her. Her eventual separation from her husband but his family disputes make her reign an unhappy one. Cousin Rastafari will soon be the one to control. At the end of her career, she spent most of her time in prayer, fasting, as well as other religious activities, and will soon withdraw herself from political affairs. This, in turn, will give Rastafari more, more leeway to the monarchy. In the 1930s, Eddie too bestowed the title Nibus Tafari Mekhenin, even though Tafari did not have complete rule over Ethiopia, he still sustained much power. Later, Zaditu's husband would lead a rebellion against Tafari in Begmender, and but he be killed in battle in March 31st, 1930. On April 1932, days later, died. Modern autopsy states that she died of diabetes and was seriously ill. Popular belief is that she died of shock when she found that her husband died in battle, died of a broken heart. This, unlike, this is unlikely she would not have known of the outcome yet. With the untimely death of her husband and the rise of Rastafari, speculators believed that there was a conspiracy concerning her death. She was the last monarch to receive a state burial uh, rights at the end of her death and also the last. Now we know later on Rastafari, he would eventually get those burial rights. Now, the Empress lived a life not a fairy tale, ironically. It sounded more like a life of a lady who lives next door, which dealt, which had had a hard life. She had the title, she had everything, but she didn't have the support. She had the ancestry, she had the lineage, but she didn't have support. The predecessor to Hail Selassie, Empress Zaditu, born in April 29, 1876, was the early symbol of women's independence, whose end is shrouded in mystery. And so we have to pay attention to these things. We have to support each other, especially our black women. Okay? We gotta put all petty differences and ideologies aside and rise up and do what's best for our community and our family. And we know she broke a lot of ground, despite but she was still the gun queen of Ethiopia. So this is King Cam's and Jubei's podcast and Jubei's message. And today's message is the forgotten queen of Ethiopia, Empress Zidita. This was written, I wrote this uh, in college years ago. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please like, uh, comment, share, or even follow like to sponsor the show, feel free to email me at kingcam at nsfatherhood.org. And if you want to further this discussion, feel free. Uh, let's make it happen. All right? You guys have a good one. Talk to you later.